Jason here as always with my co-host Dale and we're coming at you tonight just kind of be doing some news and recent watches and we have a few uh, dedications to do tonight so uh, yeah what's going on man you doing all right oh yeah I'm doing fantastic <laughs> so enthusiastic <laughs> yeah man I'm, I'm I start grad school in just a few days so I've got a uh, Oh man, uh, I'm wondering how that's going to be. Burning the candle at both ends. Uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I've always, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it is. Uh, I think once I get to the first semester, I'll be just fine. Cool. Sounds, sounds not necessarily like like fun, but sounds. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll be glad when it's over. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I might as well stick with this while I'm here. So, I think it'll be all right. Well, cool. Um, well, have you have you seen anything good lately? I've been watching quite a bit lately. And trying to remember everything I've watched. Because my memory is not what it used to be. Just kind of... Uh, kind of uh, worried me. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> No man, uh, I I uh, picked up the first three Die Hard movies on Blu-ray. Oh, cool! Because I, I didn't, I'm not a fan of any of the newer ones. But uh, man, I thoroughly enjoyed all three of those. Uh, all yeah, of fun. First three, I think, are, are amazing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I just love thinking of Rennie Harlan directing the second one. And then as soon as he's done with that, going on to the set of Fort Fairlane. That's just such yeah. a weird thing for me. But, uh, yeah, they always have great casts and all of them. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, trying to think of who besides Reginald Bell Johnson was in part two. Um, uh... Was that the no? Uh, um, Jeremy Irons was in part three, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Franco Nero is in uh, oh, yeah. part two. William Sadler. That's it. Uh, John Amos. Uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. William Atherton. You know, he uh, the prick from Ghostbusters. He's in he's in one and two. Um, 
But yeah, man, like I just it was just great to see those again. I hadn't seen them in a long time. Um well, really got on Blu ray. But uh Oh yeah. Yeah, those one one one, two and three are just they're they're great, man. You can watch those back to back. I don't care what yeah, anybody says, those are flawless. Um and you know, I almost compare them to how Eat the Weapon is. You know, right around the same time and everything, same genre. Mm-hmm. But right. uh I I do really like at least the first three, Eat the Weapons. The fourth one it, it's like they were really trying to amp up the uh, the comedy crap with yeah. Joe Pesci, and the fourth one, of course, they threw Chris Rock in there too. And it it I don't think the fourth one holds up as well as uh, the others. One and two are great to me. Third one's fine, oh, yeah. and then I don't care for. I, I think the third one lacks a really good villain like one and two had. Which one has Jet Li in it? The fourth one. Oh. You know, the fourth one was still out in theaters when I started working in, in the theater. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's 98. And that's the last one. That, and, 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 and again, more shit to make us feel old. I mean, the weapon's been done for 19 years. Uh, it's been I, like they haven't made one in 19 years? Yeah, well, they made a TV show that's going on now, but nothing to do with the, uh, you know, no movies with uh, Mel Gibson, which reminded me just now of another movie I watched, uh, which was Bloodfather. Oh, yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I'm so glad to see him back uh, doing what he does best, man. He's great. Did you watch that on the voodoo? Was it Voodoo? It may have been. It was either Voodoo or I think it's on Amazon or Netflix now. But it oh, may have been Voodoo. Okay. I think it is. Yeah, uh, that was that was another one I liked a lot. Um, he did two of them last year that I liked. Axel Ridge, which I haven't seen. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, he directed that, is that right? Yeah, he directed it. I don't think he's done it. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see him back, or at least somewhat respected. You know, oh, he's awesome. He's he's coming out, and uh, I don't know if you saw um, Daddy's Home with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell. I've only seen part of it. Well, he's he's in part two. He's Mark Wahlberg's dad. Oh, okay. So Mark yeah. Wahlberg didn't have a problem working with him. And John John Lithgow plays uh, Will Ferrell's dad. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that actually I would love, kind of funny. I, I'd love to be in a movie where I find out that they're going to have a cameo by Zach Galifianakis and I just fucking refuse to work with him because he uh, he's just aggressively unfunny. I mean, Zach Galifianakis is not Jewish, right? He's like Greek or something. He's shitty, is what he is. Uh, um, no, he's he's just a a, a stump butthole. He's a I hack mean, right now. He's a fucking hack, is what he is. I had no idea that show he's doing, 
buttons or whatever the fuck it's called where he's a, a shitty clown. Uh, yeah. Bastard. I had no idea that his... Yeah, yeah, that. I, I didn't know that, that that was Louis Anderson playing his mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I don't know. It, it still kind of shocked me. You know, once I knew it was him, I, I, I saw it, but I was like, Jesus Christ, what is that? And I thought I was Louis Anderson. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I watched that, and I really enjoyed it. I love one scene where Gibson just shoots that racist prick. Like, he goes back to his place, and the guy's like, I, I can't believe he had the balls to come here and start drawing his gun. Gibson just shoots him right in the chest and kills yeah. him. Yeah. And, and I just found that hilarious because he didn't waste any time with them. You know? Yeah. But it's it's a really good movie. It's another movie kind of like it reminded me, uh, I guess, kind of how they did uh, Get the Gringo. You know, a yeah. low budget, just a solid well, action movie. Nothing <clears throat> pretentious or grand about it. Just a great little right. movie. Um, yeah, and, just good actors, good performances. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, I recognize that guy who played that racist dude. The guy who was selling all the Nazi memorabilia online. Uh, that was the villain in um, the Chuck Norris movie, Hitman. I cannot remember really? his name. Yeah, okay. Hitman is, dude, Hitman's an awesome movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that since it came out on VHS. Oh, I I really, really like it. Um, But, uh, oh, man. Oh, I watched uh, The Jackal for the first time in, like, 20 years. Which one? Uh, The one with Bruce Willis and and Jack Black. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Fine, but it just I I was like watching it just in anticipation of that scene with Jack Black. Uh, uh, he was <laughs> Sprawl. Uh, it's just so funny. He's like telling him to run. Yeah. But why the fuck did he run in front of a gun? Why didn't he just like run run in the woods back there? He's gonna take that gun at least fifteen minutes to move around into the woods to shoot you. You know, he just, it was, he was a cock. That was like, he was a mega cock. Because he, he just runs out there and gets his arm blown off. And then, you know, Bruce Willis is like, why don't you get in front of the car? And he's screaming without an arm. And he moves in front of the fucking car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a good, that is a good point. But he's probably in like shock. So oh, he, I know he's in shock. Lot. You know, I know that's exactly what it is. But it's just funny. I mean, he's. He's a slimy little asshole. When he's running across the bog, he's trying to pull his pants up so his butthole doesn't yeah. you know? And it's just, it's just really funny. It's one of those things that it's funnier, you know, when you know what's coming as opposed to when you don't. You know, I knew he was going to get just horribly destroyed, and I was anticipating it. Um but I, the movie's fine. Uh, that's the best thing it had going for it, though. I like the end of it. Well, I like when, when Bruce Willis is gay, too. I like that a lot. But uh, I also like yeah. the end when that fucking gun is blowing, like, 
three foot diameter holes in that building. It's all awesome. yes. Yeah, it's just destroying everything. Doesn't even kill the target either. Kills like a lot of people, but not the one he was trying to kill. No, no. But uh, it, it's one of those things where I'm just. It had me wondering if this thing, even hitting Jack Black in the arm, assuming near, you know, near, I guess the root of the arm where it comes out of the bottom, you think it would blow him in half if it's doing that to a building. Yeah. But uh, whatever, you know, it was just great sound. It, it, was, it was wonderful. <laughs> he had a yeah, perfect was... face for that. Oh, man. That was back when Jack Black was still just like a little prick, like young prick, you know, like he was on like X-Files and stuff. And, and the big show, I think he was in that. Oh, really? I, I do. I, wasn't he in that episode with, uh, was it, Giovanni Ravisi or Ravisi? Yeah, that's name? right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But, uh, yeah, that's one of the first things I remember seeing him in. I was like in the days when Bruce Willis was still like a mega superstar. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but um you know that's a that's based on a on a remake or that's a remake of a, yeah. a British movie. Uh, the the Day of the Jackal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I want to see that. I think Is Robert Redford in that one? Uh, I don't think I think it's British. Oh, okay. Robert Redford oh. may be in it, but I don't think he plays the title role. Oh, no, he probably doesn't. Uh, but I, I don't know. If it's anything like uh, the remake of an international thing, I could see why they pop an American in there. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's good. I saw that a few years ago. The 70s, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, Let me look at but, it here. It's uh, 73. Okay. Edward Fox plays the Jackal. Michael Irons. Oh, I'm sorry. Michael Lonsdale. Derek Jacoby. Not really any, any known names. Um... I have to check it out at some point, but uh, I'm trying to round out what I've been watching. Uh, Action Jackson. Oh fuck yeah! I found that three pack I showed you at uh, Best Buy. Yeah. Had a coupons I got it for five bucks. Um, I love that movie. That movie, to me, is where they somebody went through. All the 80s up to that point. I think this is 88. Yeah, I think yeah. it's right after Predator. And they watched all those movies and looked at every cliche out of that and pulled it out <laughs> and put it into this one film. And uh, then they're like, well, we have to get actors that are like this too. So they get three people for Predator, including Billy, who's just yeah. like, you know, pimp, drunk dude or whatever, and drunk pusher. Was that Sonny uh, Landon? Yeah, he's in there. <laughs> um, uh, 
God. Crazy Nelson has a badass karate yes. dude. It's funny. That makes no yes. sense to me. <laughs> He was, he was he was he was a really talented martial arts guy, man. He probably still yeah. is. And that's the thing, like in, you know, in, like, in real uh, life. Well, it, it, see, you never know because you don't think of Ed O'Neill as like a jujitsu dude, but he is definitely. Not. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't expect that, but that's awesome, you know. Yeah, Sharon Stone's in it, or Vanity is in it. But Sharon Stone is extremely hot in that movie. And I never have said that about Sharon Stone before. I've never thought she was that attractive. She had a bunch of fucking uh, plastic surgery done at, soon after. Yeah. And then comes, like, basic, basic Instinct and all that other shit. You can... Yeah, she... And I guess... What's, what's the she in, like, Romancing the Stone and stuff like that? Was that her? Or was that, like, Kathleen Turner or somebody? No, it's not Kathleen Turner. I'm uh, not sure. I don't. Kathleen Turner was in uh, All the Roses. So uh, I thought that she was and, in both of those with Michael Douglas. No, I don't think that's Kathleen Turner. I think that is. Uh, I, was actually, yeah, yeah. I, I may be getting it completely confused with those Golden Glovers, Quartermain movies for some reason. Because I know she's in those. She's very young in those. <clears throat> she was in... Yeah, it's Kathleen Turner in Romancing the Stone. Oh, my bad. Um, she was in that, that that movie... Um, a Wes Craven movie. <clears throat> oh, damn it. I, it's, um... Like I said, we're getting older. I can't remember this shit quite as well. Yeah, I, um, yeah. It's got a really cool name. Uh, and uh, this is one of the reasons that Wes Craven divorced his first wife. I think they had an affair on the set. Oh, okay. From what mm. I've heard. Mm. She was really hot. Oh, definitely Blessing, that's it. Yeah. It came oh, to okay, me. okay. Not not that great of a movie, but uh, it's 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 an interesting movie. Just because of the subject matter, it, it deals with like uh, what do you call them? Not Quakers, they're uh, Amish. Oh shit! Yeah, I've seen the trailer for that. I don't know what you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not it's not great either. But it, it is something different, which is what I respect about it. It's it's Ernest Borgnine in that. I don't remember, man. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. I think he is. <laughs> Aaron is bored nine. Uh, it's an actor I, I love. I, he just seems to not give a fuck about anything. Yep, uh, he's in there. Watching. Okay. Michael Berryman's the, in there. Oh, okay. Um... Trying to think of what else. Oh, I guess I'll round it up with the uh, two new Blu ray releases. It's been a while since I bought movies, uh, but lately I've bought a few. I've got some coming in on Amazon UK. I haven't bought anything from them in a long time. But I picked up uh, the 
it's cheaper. I mean, it's like uh, on the dollar, it's like forty cents cheaper than it used to be uh, per dollar. So uh, I picked up uh, Hammers of Mommy on Blu-ray with all the special features and uh, oh, the yeah. Hammer Out of the Baskervilles, only because it has special features which the American gods don't. Was that going to do this? Oh no! I know the Mummy is not error. Uh, Baskervilles might be. Uh, the Mummy is from Icon, Lionsgate. Because oh, okay. uh, it's it's another one of these like big editions. Like they're, they're the same ones who released Dracula and Curse of Frankenstein. So I'm waiting on those to come in to see how they look. Because uh, I want to pick up the British uh, Fright Night edition, like I was telling you. Oh it's yeah, documentary and all that. Um, but uh, no, I picked up uh, Kong Skull Island. And uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh, yeah. I knew you would. Uh, yeah, I had to. Uh, I do like that the case is black. It's on blue for Shin Godzilla. That's cool. I just kind of like that. Uh, like a black blue red case? Uh, yeah, it's black with the red wraparound. You know, uh, Godzilla himself is black. That's badass. Um, uh but uh, there's really nothing in the way of special features. It's uh, They have something called Godzilla versus the Nerds. I'm not watching that shit. I don't have any desire to. Uh, <laughs> what could that be? <laughs> it's it's a roundtable discussion with fans. <clears throat> That's it. Oh, man, you got to watch that. There's no way of watching that shit. Uh, I, I, I would watch that there, immediately. I'm just, I'm just rub one out while I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah, while well, these dudes are talking about Godzilla and how much they love him. You know, I might even stick my own finger in my ass if I get that excited <laughs> watching this shit. But no, man, I don't, like, I'm really thinking about picking up the Japanese Blu-ray, which I can get on Amazon, but it's going to be about 70 bucks. Oh, wow. It's a three-disc special edition, but it has all the deleted scenes. It has all these scenes that they, you know, use CGI with and never totally completed uh, of Godzilla doing things, and I'm glad they cut out. Like, one of them has him, um, and somebody put it on YouTube briefly before they pulled it, so I watched all of it. Uh, his tail is so damn big, they have him slithering through the city on his tail with his body in the air. Uh, I'm glad they did not do that. It would have been weird as <laughs> shit to see. Uh, another one where when he's going berserk, he's like, he literally jumps in the air and twirls around with lasers flying everywhere. I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad they would try to do different things. So it's cool to see the process of it. So, right. Um, and there's a deleted scene where, um, and this scene is actually still on YouTube where, you know, the men are looking through the destroyed city and they find, uh, parts of him after they blew part of his back out, like one of his spines, and uh, the flesh is growing eyeballs because each part of him could turn into more of them. Uh, that's kind of it reminded me of the, of the thing, you know. Yeah, it's a great horror aspect to it. Um, and honestly, I think it, it could have left some of that in because it doesn't explain why after he. Uh, uh, spoilers here. After he, uh, you finished it, right? Yeah. Okay. After he uh, goes berserk and then just shuts down, 
it doesn't explain why they didn't send more stealth bombers after to blow him up while he was in cooldown mode, like immediately after, because you wouldn't think he'd be able to do anything there. He's spent. But it would right. explain that just that blowing him to bits like that, as opposed to a thermonuclear bomb, could potentially cause more devastation, you know, more pieces of him everywhere, just more radiation everywhere. It would explain why they wouldn't do that. But as it is in the movie, you just kind of are like wondering why they didn't. Um, but no, I mean, it's great. There's even footage of the uh, big animatronic that they've decided really to not use at all in the movie. Uh, so it's it's a lot of cool stuff. It's all in Japanese, but just a lot of neat stuff, visual stuff. So even if you don't speak Japanese or understand it, you can get an idea of what's going on. If you're, you're a big fan. You're talking about the special features on the Japanese Blu-ray now, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The special features on the American one are just non-existent. Yeah, no surprise there. A bare bones release. Yeah, I, I knew that was going to be that way. But Was that uh, uh, Magnet? Who put that out? Funimation. I, no, Funimation. Magnet, that's right. Magnet may have put it out on... Did they... <laughs> No, no, it's just funimation. I mean, it was well, good, well, but that's just, you know. Go ahead. Well, real quick, I I do want to talk about that, but I'll just say something. You were you were talking about the uh, you haven't bought a lot of movies in a while. Yeah. And, and I haven't really either, man. I've bought maybe maybe like five Blu-rays the whole year. I just picked yeah. up uh, Slither. Oh, Slither finally thing. got a Blu-ray release. Yeah. After, you know, the HD DVD came out like eight years ago. And uh, I was tempted to almost buy that and find some fucking way to watch it. But anyway, I just had the, you know, the old bare bones DVD this whole time. Big fan of that movie, and I'm sure now people know James Gunn, so they're oh, probably fine. all about that movie. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. But uh, I picked that up. You know, of course, it was a fucking uh, Scream, Scream Factory, Shout Factory release. So it was probably, you know, 25 bucks, something stupid like that. Yeah. And just like, I mean, you know, it's like I was telling you before we started recording. I mean, there's like tons of like B-horror movies that I've been looking for for years that are just available on Amazon, you know, to yeah. stream. And you know, you said in, in one of the last episodes that, uh, you know, I'd get up and put a DVD on, but I'm too fat and lazy. <laughs> was that me? And, I was trying to and, figure uh, out which one of us said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was you. You were talking about, you were trying to find something to do. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I totally agree with that. I've I've turned into that, too, because, you know, my collection's still upstairs in boxes. And I don't really feel like going up there to get one, you know, when I can find it on, on some format to watch, you know, streaming. HD, you know, why not? Yeah. I'm I'm turned into that person. And, I mean, the price of fucking movies is what's doing it, man. Like, I mean, we're not talking about a $10 movie anymore. No. No, I mean, it, it, uh, you know, dropping $25 for Kong Skull Island hurts. Damn, that's too much, man. Yeah, I rarely buy things for full price. The only reason I did is because uh, 
I was with my family. I wanted all of us to watch it. It was worth it for right. that. Right. Uh, and uh, the movie's great. I mean, I, I don't regret getting it, but I could not find it cheaper. And that's uh, that's ridiculous. Is that like a Best um, Buy or like a Walmart purchase there? Uh, why did I get that? Walmart. I think I did pick it up at Walmart. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and then you have, like, I want to get the thing Blu-ray, but yeah, that's too much. What is it, like 30 bucks? I've seen it go on sale for less than that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's got a shitload of special features on it, though. Sure. Like, it's it that's is. got everything thing-related ever on it, you know? And a, and a new transfer, which looks amazing. Does it? So, you know, it, if you're a Thing fan, I would definitely say pick that up. But, yeah, it, it is pricey. But, I mean, it, that's that's all I'm buying now, man. I'm not buying new movies anymore. I, I'd rather drop, you know, 10 bucks on fucking Voodoo than I would go, buy, go out and buy a disc. Yeah, because at least that totally way all of us can watch it. You know, we can yeah. all watch it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Even if yeah, like like you said, yeah, the thing is a specialty thing, but but uh, yeah, but uh, for regular releases, uh, that that is awful. The price gouging, I would call it, on a lot of this. That's why I uh, I just wait for deals on Black Friday. If I get anything, usually it's them. Out of curiosity on on how much this is on Voodoo, because I guarantee you could probably buy that thing for fifteen bucks on Voodoo right now. <clears throat> you could probably buy that thing in that that uh, what is it called? The uh, uh, fuck, uh, it's ten eighty times two. UHD. Oh, four K. Yeah, four K. That's it. Yeah, you could probably buy it in four K for that. It's yeah, it's, it is in 4K. I did see that available. 4K is 29.99 on on Voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy the HDX copy for 20 bucks though. Uh, I'm still the kind of person who likes uh, an actual copy. Uh, I, I know once once Black Friday comes around, it'll be cheaper. It'll be one of those things that's uh, 10 to 15 bucks. Yeah. Uh, this this year, I've bought I bought Demon Knight, which is uh, Shout Factory. Dude, I need to see that. Just for the, uh, it's got a ton of special features on it. I want to watch. Yeah. Uh, I got that Slither. I got People Under the Stairs. And what else? Maybe just another handful of things like that. Maybe that Andy Sedaris set. And that may have even been last year I bought that. Just fuck, man. Yeah. I don't, you know, I I rent a lot of stuff from Netflix. Like, I still get the physical disc from them. So, you know, that's another reason why I don't buy as much. Yeah. But I'm going to get rid of my fucking satellite dish. I'm going to get rid of Netflix physical disc. And I'm just going to start renting and buying shit on uh, Voodoo. <clears throat> It'll save money. 
Yeah, sure. Well, just, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, if you want, like, new movies at regular price, you get four for $100, which is ridiculous to me. Hell no, man. Maybe 10 years uh, ago, but not now. No. I mean, they need to be competitive because of streaming. And they're not, it seems like they're not doing that. Like, <clears throat> 10 years ago is right around the time I got my first Blu-ray player. So we're we're to the days now. We should be at, you know, 10 bucks each. You would think. Uh, I mean, you can't find stuff for that cheap, but it's it's just bare bones crap from Mill yeah. Creek, you know. Mill Creek does great stuff, though. They they do. They they do now. They've gotten uh, a lot better about that. I mean, maybe not special features wise, but no, they put out some content. But yeah, I mean, you 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 spend like three <clears throat> bucks on a Blu-ray, you may just get the movie, but it's three bucks, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, Sometimes that's all you care about, though. Yeah, I, you know, with movies that I love, I, I'd like to get the special features. Like, I watch sure. documentaries, see how it's made and all that. But sure. A, a regular movie, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. Like a, a fucking, you know, popcorn action movie or something. You don't care about how they made that. Not the newer stuff. Uh, some of that older canon stuff, I'd love to see some stuff if they could yeah. find it. Like Death Wish 3. If they found, you know, like deleted scenes from Death Wish 3, I'll be right there on it. Uh, <laughs> I just don't see that happening, really. I think if they would have had that, they would have found it by now. It's probably not out there, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. It's a vault in Israel somewhere. <laughs> I, uh, you know, talk about John C. Riley. You know, he was in that uh, Kong movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, I saw Hard Eight last night. Have you ever seen that? No, I'm trying to recall what that <clears throat> is. I've heard the name. It was made just a year before Boogie Nights. And it stars uh, John C. Riley. Okay. And when I, I I've been trying to track it down for years now, but when I watched it, I realized I'd seen it before. But it's a really solid flick, man. It's uh, uh, I forget the name of the company that Riser Entertainment. Paul Riser Entertainment. Yeah, they were they were trying to branch out of TV and into movies. And uh, they basically gave Paul Thomas Anderson a pretty hard time, and they, you know, they they re-edited his. It was like two two hours twenty minutes or something, and they edited it down to an hour and a half. And you know, he was basically fired because uh, fired from editing because you know his cut was too long. But uh, that's a solid flick. It you know rolls right into Boogie Nights. It's got Sam Jackson in there. You know, of course, uh, you know, John C. Riley's in Boogie Nights, too. Yeah. Oh, look, Gwyneth Paltrow's in there. Oh, yeah, I love seeing Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, this is back when she was doing good stuff. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, solid flick. I, I found that um, it showed up on my Roku feed as being available for free on this like weird ass app. I had a uh, you know I had to watch ads with it, but you know I put up with it. it wasn't too hard. Maybe two or three minutes of commercials every twenty minutes. Okay. I have to check that out, man. I really do like John C. Riley. It's a good movie about uh, gambling, for the most part. It's a well-done movie. You can really see, you know, however you feel about Paul Thomas Anderson, you can really see some talent there, you know, even early on. Oh, I... 96, I think? Yeah, that's the year before uh, Boogie Nights. But I... I you know I have to say regarding Boogie Nights, I'm really surprised there's no like special edition Blu-ray of that out there. Uh, it is a Blu-ray. Did Criterion not do anything with that? I don't think so. In fact, I could say no because I've looked okay. it up because I, okay. I I would buy that. I, I actually have come to love Boogie Nights. I think it's a great yeah. movie, and uh, I would love. I, that seems to me like something that would be perfect. For um, Criterion. I mean, and, I'm surprised uh, that's not out there. Yeah, I am too. How much is it to just watch? You can you can touch it for a hundred, or you can just watch for ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, five dollars to watch and ten to touch it. I think. Wait no 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 it's it's five dollars just to look at it and ten to watch him jerk off that's what it oh, is. Oh okay. He's, uh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, he drives a steep bargain. I have to say, I, uh, the other night I was watching with my brother in his movie room. I don't know if I, I share this with you. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to share this with the world now because it's so funny now that I think about it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Matt has made his own movie room in that new house. So right. we're sitting there in the dark watching it, and Dad comes in. You know, he just wants to hang out with his boys, and that's cool. You know, we were all fine with that. Matt moves over, yeah. Dad sits on the couch. And, again, it's Boogie Nights. And Dad later told me, he's like, I had no idea it was that kind of movie. I thought it was just... Just something I don't know, like like Friday, you know. Yeah, it's when he in yeah. his mind it was like some black comedy. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, he um, he sits down and it's right at that scene where Dirk gets in the truck with that dude starts jerking off ferociously, <laughs> and the guy is wicking his wits and telling him to do it harder. And uh, Dad, he just he gets so uncomfortable and he tries to get up out of the couch. But the couch is sunk so big, so deep in there, and he's so big, he can't. He's like rolling, like rolling, rolling around trying to get up. Matt can't help him up because his bicep, you know, and his arm and shit. And Matt wasn't going to. He just wasn't going to help him up. He's going to let him watch the whole thing. Uh, and he just looks at me. He's so mad trying to get up. And uh, I helped him up and let him out when I realized he was serious. <laughs> but it just... It reminded yeah. me of Matt putting uh, that that scene from Brokeback Mountain on a loop. That's, on that's a what TV. I was going to say. Yeah. He should know better, man. Yeah, yeah, he should. <laughs> I was really surprised. He, 
I thought he knew what the movie was. And even then, why did he happen to walk in at the one part that I think that I knew he would have an issue with? That is, yeah, that is rough, man. That's a... Just talking away, like sweat dripping off of his uh, forehead. Uh, the guy's looking to sweat off his head. Isn't he, he's like, is he, isn't he on so much drugs he can't even get it up, though? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, just want to see that big flaccid member. Oh, yeah, and you, you know why he's doing that. It's just flopping everywhere. <laughs> I want to see that baby arm. Uh, and maybe that's what the guy got off on. It's huge flaccid dicks. Now look, uh, that, that guy was apparently like a undercover for like the the redneck homo, homophobic patrol. Yeah, yeah. Like that dude was straight up gay, man. That dude was straight up like enjoying that shit. Yeah, he was. I mean, that was part of it, right? Like that guy was like closet gay. Well, he acted you know, like he he yeah he enjoyed it. He was enjoying that. Uh, I'm going to fuck you till you love me, boy. Yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, that was just funny. I just feel like, like, like on the football team, you know, like, 90% of the guys, like, the, the ones that are the most, like, you know, they, they hate gays, gays the most. Like, they're, they're straight up gay. Oh, like, yeah. they're going to take yeah. out their... They're mad that they're gay, and they're going to take that out on other people. Uh, they're mad that they just haven't found that perfect dick to get up at their cervix. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, but you're right, though. I mean, like, yeah. It, 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 the angrier people get about that stuff or, you know, go out and do that shit, like beating up homosexuals and all that, yeah, that's... Yeah, but they're like, Ralph, Ralph, but you, you fucked him in the ass, Ralph. Like, yeah, I showed that faggot. Yeah, I showed him was, what's up by, by, it's still dangerous. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's like the whole prison thing. They're like, I'm gay for the stay. It's like, but I mean, if you can like, if you achieve a, you know, like, you're homosexual, or at least bisexual. You know, I think you need to quit fooling everybody else, fool yourself primarily. Well, it's not just that, but if you can get an erection and do that, yeah, you, you've at least got some, some homosexual leanings. But if you keep doing shit and going back to prison your entire life just to get fucked in the ass by dudes, yeah, you might be gay. It's, <laughs> you might be a redneck. Yeah, I was it's, just thinking that. I gave you a falsely. Yeah, it's yeah. one thing to get raped, man. You could be like, I'm not gay, but I got raped up in prison. It's another to be doing the raping. Like, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's one thing that's always boggled my mind. But we'll we'll get off of that. Because that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Sorry. I didn't mean to take us down that rabbit hole. No, it's fine. I, I just think if we don't stop, we're going to end up, end up going right back to prolapses. Yeah, we're... <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Well, uh... <laughs> oh, jeez. 
yeah, we can go to, uh, you know, uh, Skull Island. You know, we were, I just briefly mentioned that. I think we talked about that because we went to see that in the theater. Yeah. But uh, the uh, Blu-ray is great. I mean, it sounds and looks great. And some cool special features on there. Uh, kind of fleshing out the whole background with Kong and Mark. Uh, and, you know, my sister-in-law really wanted to watch the uh, special about the uh, filming on location in Vietnam. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't realize they shot it there. Yeah, most of it's in Vietnam. So she enjoyed that. Well, I uh, I watched the new Spider-Man movie. Homecoming. Homecoming. Have you had a chance to see that yet? No, I've not seen it. Um. Yeah, it's not bad. It's uh, it's definitely the best Spider-Man movie in quite a while. That's what I've heard. It can't be any worse than the last two. <laughs> those uh, those Tobey Maguire movies don't hold up very well for me. So uh, I haven't seen them yeah, ever. I think this one is it's a bit much, man. There's like a lot of uh, cameos by like comedians, like Hannibal Burris is in there as the gym teacher. I don't know uh, if you're familiar with who that is. I, but, yeah, uh, I know who is. Which I mean, I like him a lot, but it just felt kind of a full casting there and a few other casting uh, I, I felt the same way about but um, you know Michael Keaton's in it and he's awesome oh that reminds me of something else I watched oh shit keep that in mind you go ahead and keep going I'm sorry but it's something I think okay. you need to see no problem it's I'm pretty much finished anyway it's a decent movie um, you know very young Spider-Man so I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that maybe maybe we can get out of the the teeny bopper bullshit relatively quickly and actually be Spider Man and not Spider Boy. But Spider Twink. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. Uh, you know, it's it's in the shared Marvel universe, which you know he was in. Was it Captain America Two? Is when he first showed up. Yeah. Civil War. Um, and then, uh, or was that that was three then, right? What? Yeah, that was part three, I believe. Okay, not bad. First Avenger, Winter Soldier, and then Civil War. Okay, so yeah, yeah, Civil War. Is, yeah, that's one where Spider-Man show up. But uh, yeah, he shows up there, and that's that's basically where the movie picks up right after that. So, um, okay. pretty interesting. Um, you know, my my kids liked it a lot. That's the only reason I went and saw it is because they wanted to watch it and. I'm trying to get them into comics and stuff. Yeah, sure. You know, without being overly forceful, because, you know, they're going to definitely not be interested if I try to force it on them. Oh, yeah. I've gotten a lot of, like, comics for for younger kids and stuff for them to read, and we were reading that um, I got the... uh, Oh, shit. What is... uh, Professor X's son, what's his name again? Um, I don't remember. 
anyway, that's it. Uh, was a new show that came out on FX that we watched and we and we read the uh, we got the whole uh, the omnibus of, of all those comics. We were reading some of those, and some of them are just a little bit uh, a little bit over their head. So I went and got some stuff for younger kids that we've been reading. But uh, yeah, they've been into it. And uh, we also saw the new Planet of the Apes movie. I still need to see that. Uh, that at Dunkirk. Yeah, I need to see Dunkirk, too. I want to see Baby Driver, too. There's a lot of stuff I want to watch. But, um, yeah, it's it's great, man. It's it's, it's great. It's, it's definitely right on par with the other movies. Oh, oh Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying it to see. I need to just go watch it uh, one night this week. Well, this is great. You know, we've we've seen all the other ones, the other two, so they were they were ready to go. Those damn awesome. uh, those damn apes, man! I tell you what, they're 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 more human than than any human on earth. Yeah. Yeah, I've been and impressed by what they've been able to do with them. I'm not. I wasn't extremely happy with the casting of Woody Harrelson, but uh, I wasn't too thrown off by it. Um, uh, did he did he seem like he was miscast or what? Uh, you know, Woody Harrelson. I don't know. Uh, just such a known face, you know. Yeah. It'd be like casting Harrison Ford in there or something, you know? I mean, just, you know. Like, I'd, I'd rather them cast somebody that's not as well-known. But just my personal opinion. I thought he did fine. Yeah. He didn't have a ton of screen time, but um, it was great. Really, really sad at, at parts, but a really good movie. Awesome. But what were you saying about Michael Keaton? Oh, man. Uh, the Founder. Have you watched that? Oh, fuck. No, I need to see it. Watch it. Uh, it's what, on Netflix now or Amazon? It's one of the... T- oh, is it? Oh, okay. It's on one of those, yeah. Yeah, check it out. It, it just put it on there within the last week or so. I will watch um, it as soon as possible. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, but make sure you get, like, a supersize and watch it. Uh, <coughs> it just... Uh, it, it'll just make it making for you. Yeah, I know exactly what it's about. Yeah. But it's uh, it's really well done, though. I like that quite a bit. Should I do a double feature with that and supersize me? And just <laughs> not, I'm eating like, a, like an Arch Deluxe the whole time? The whole time. You have to, yeah, uh, yeah, you have to just eat McDonald's nonstop while you're watching this shit. Um... <laughs> It's uh, but it's really well done. I really enjoyed it, and it will make you uh, uh, rethink, I guess, how you feel about the uh, the founder, or, or you know, the I guess the genesis of uh, McDonald's. Yeah, because um, it's not a a happy story. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I know he fucks those guys over pretty hard. Yep. 
Let's see. Yeah. What else? Uh, you know, I watched Idiocracy again last night. <laughs> wow, that's a great and Dude, that, that movie is, like, quickly becoming a reality. Yep. It took 500 years, but we're doing it in, like, 10. It's impressive, isn't it? <laughs> Shit. Fucking sad. Yeah, I watched that, and uh, I watched Teen Wolf with the director commentary last night. How was that? It was good. It was really good. I learned a lot about... uh, They shot that thing in, uh, like, Old Town Pasadena. Mm Mm-hmm. You'd never know it, man. It looks just like, you know, the the Midwest or, you know, Middle America somewhere. You know... Old Town, USA, you know, it could be anywhere, but it doesn't look like the West Coast at all. It's just, uh, he was saying that he didn't really have to give those those guys any direction at all. Like, they all pretty much knew. And, like, I mean, it just shows what a talent Michael J. Fox is, you know? Because, <clears throat> you know, yeah, he makes that move. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, not necessarily now, but when I was a kid, like, fuck Back to the Future. I want to see Teen Wolf, you know? Yeah. It's actually the same house they used in Back to the Future, too. Isn't that crazy? That's interesting. They were filmed back to back, right? Yeah, the same exteriors. He said they were were scouting for Back to the Future when they were filming uh, Teen Wolf. So yeah, pretty much back to back. Even though they have that flub with, uh, oh shit, who was it that played uh, that played the original McFly? Um, oh, uh, Chris McLaughlin? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, 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 shit! <laughs> you know what I'm talking Eric, about? Eric, um, is it Eric? Uh, I was about to say Eric Straw for some reason. Stoltz. Yeah, it's Eric Stoltz. Yeah. But they, they should have had uh, Chris McGlover playing McFly. Just have him playing everybody. <clears throat> as awkwardly as he can. That's right, Biff. Go fuck yourself, Biff. He's playing Biff. And Lorraine. He plays Biff. <laughs> and he ends up, like, they use, like, you know, the CGI or whatever to have him fingering himself in that car. Wow. And then he shows up to, to you know, save himself as Lorraine. And yeah. it just becomes very, very, very weird really fast. Yeah, it's already there. Yeah, because you know <laughs> Biff was, Biff was not steep in that. Not steep. <laughs> um, man, I saw Get Out. Yeah, you were saying something about that. I wasn't. Did John? Did John not watch it? Uh, no, my brother was not in the mood at all to watch it. Oh man, y'all should have uh, seen it. I'm sure we'll we'll yeah. check it out at some point. Oh yeah, it'll be on something, but um. We had, we had a night without the kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had a night without the kids, so we watched uh, we watched Get Hard, and then we watched Get Out. 
Get hard and get out. Get hard and get out. That's a that's a great double feature there. Uh, and uh, Get Out's a uh, really really good movie, man. I kind of avoided it because of all the buzz, and I knew yeah. the whole premise. The the trailer shows everything, and yeah. uh, it was still, I mean, just amazing acting in that movie. Um, oh fuck, man, I can't think of anybody's name tonight. Um, Who's fucking uh, uh, Jimmy from uh, News Radio? What? Stephen Root. Oh, he's in there? Steve, Stephen Root's in there, yeah. Um, oh. He's great. And, uh, oh, yeah, he's great. It, it was amazing. I mean, just an amazing horror movie by, you know, Jordan, Jordan Peele is one of the guys from Key and Peele. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of that show, but you know, they're you know, that's sketch comedy. You know, who who would have known that he could have done horror so well? Yeah, and uh, you know, the current political climate, you know, race relations in this country right now is in the toilet. So, perfect time to you know release that movie. I feel like this is like the worst time. Since like the sixties, like as far as race relations go, man. Like, yeah, I, I think it is. That's, that's really sad. We've made no progress. No, that's really fucking sad. But anyway, it is what it is. I uh, I watched Village of the Dam the other night with the kids, the John Carpenter version. Okay. What do they say? Oh, they loved it. That movie's rated R, man, but there's really nothing in there. I mean, the exception of some language, and I don't even think they say, like, the F word or anything. Yeah, it, it, it never felt like an R movie when I watched it. I watched it maybe a year ago. Um, it never felt like a hard horror or anything. I never paid attention to the rating. No, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, there's no sex scenes in there. There, There's no real, you know, it's just violence, pretty much. It's the only reason why. And even that was not even that over the top. I've seen worse stuff on network television, man. Like, they say fuck on TV. They say shit on TV. Any kind of gore you want is all good. They could show ass. They could show side boob. Start saying side dick soon. You could see like a the, just the helmet, just yeah yeah just that just flared and angry. <laughs> but uh, trying to think of everything I've seen. I've oh uh, another documentary. I, I told you I watched the uh, the Fright Night documentary. I watched the Pet Cemetery documentary, both on Amazon right now, or one's on Shutter. Uh, you're so yeah. cool, Brewster. The Fright Night documentary is on Shudder. The Pet Cemetery documentary is uh, Unearthed and Untold: The Path to Pet Cemetery. That's on Amazon. Also, watch the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: A Family Portrait. Oh yeah, I did and, see that somewhere. And that's not new. That's like they put that out in like '85 or some shit. Like it was a few years after the movie was made, but that's not new by uh-huh. any means. I just it was always rented, 
and I could never, I could never rent it, you know, on VHS. It was somebody like stole it or something. So uh, I, I distinctly remember that being at the Blockbuster over there yeah. at Grants Ferry. I never, oh yeah, I, I just remember. I never tried to rent it, but I just remember it there. It's like somebody was so pissed off that it wasn't a horror movie. They're like, this is a goddamn documentary, and they just like blew it up yeah, or something. Yeah. Only pussies like documentaries. Uh, I didn't come to the movies to read. God damn. <laughs> Speak English. Speak American, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I. That's a documentary I started watching. I guess it's on Netflix about Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started it, and uh, I could not finish it because it was too much of, uh, for me, it was too much about fans and not about, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't want to see fans, like, stroking each other over something. I like to see how it's made. Even going into the cultural impact a bit, it's fine. But I don't watch a documentary to watch dudes go, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. And shit like that. Who the fuck cares? It's like, yeah, this is this is my DeLorean, and then here's six nerds with DeLoreans, and then here's this other couple. They're they're having a Back to the Future wedding. Oh, how cute! Yeah, yeah. Back in time. Like a, a, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I saw that. It's it's not good. The no, best I documentary for that movie is is on the the Blu-ray. Yes. It's yeah. I've, it's got uh, a bunch it's of great DVDs too. It may be. They have documentaries it's... for like each movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are good stuff. I like those quite a bit. I'm like you. I don't care about that. I don't care about seeing. Oh, I got a fucking Star Wars tattoo on my dick hole. <laughs> or uh, not Star Wars. Uh, sorry, I'm watching Star Wars right now. I got a Back to the Future tattoo. I got Marty McFly on my armpit. Look, look at it. Yeah. Like they, look at Marty. they had one of those. Uh, they had like a colonoscopy camera going in somebody's butthole, and he's got like a mural tattooed inside his intestine. It's just it's like Hill, Hill Valley in there. Some shit. It's just Doc. It's just lots of pictures of Doc in there. Uh, yeah, that's it. And making old faces. <laughs> Where we're going, we won't need roads. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to like that more than I did, but I just didn't happen. Cut, Michael. Can you can you do that again? Where your voice cracks a little bit more? Can you make it sound more like you're a fucking thirteen year old child? <laughs> They make him talk in a high-pitched voice the whole time. Mm. Make it sound like throat. your balls are dropping while you're talking. <laughs> and, it's, and it hurts really bad. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, I, I like that movie a lot, man. I, I've never been the biggest Back to the Future fan. I like part two more than the first one. I do too. Uh, 
the third one's the weakest one for me, but yeah, part two with uh, Biff's Pleasure Palace. It's just awesome. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's, that's it. Because you have, like, you have two Biff's and a Griff. <laughs> and, uh, which should have been the alternate title. Yeah, two Biff's and a Griff. Well, <laughs> two Biff's, a Griff, and a Sports Almanac. <laughs> yeah, they have to find that and some, you know, find which which ass that's in. <laughs> it's like Double Dare, but they're trying to find it in, in asses. They're trying to find the asses. Yeah. Um. Now you you go for the for the Michael J. Fox. You stay for Griff. Yep. I like how his mom has got like his tits too. You got like enlargement. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. Yeah. It's uh. She's just like a fuck bag for for Biff, and he doesn't even want anything to do with her anymore. That's right, Marty. You like my fat tits, Marty? <laughs> he wakes up, and it's like the mirror of, of when he woke up in 1955, when she looks all, like, hot, but yeah. tits are, like, dangling all in his face, and then, like, one of them is slowly deflating, and she keeps having a puppet, mm-hmm. you know? It's just really nasty. Oh, man. I just, I still remember watching it a few years back and noticing the tits on the doors for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've never noticed that before. That's a great touch, man. That that set decorator deserves a fucking Oscar. Yeah. Oh, man. I I just love that that detail. The attention to detail that they're putting stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, did you ever watch uh, The Flight of the Navigator? Yeah, I own it. Oh, okay. I saw that um, the other day with the kids. Oh, did they did they enjoy it? Oh, yeah, they liked it a lot. I didn't remember that was Sarah Jessica Parker in there. Yep. Yep. Normally, wow. she makes me want to uh, go outside and kill myself, but... Oh, I was okay with her in this movie. Yeah, uh, she she she's fine on that one. Yeah, that's a that's a good movie. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, like um, 80s Disney. Yeah, that's like eighty five, eighty six. I think it's eighty five. Yeah, I, I remember when it came out. Yeah, uh, I really liked it as a kid. I saw it in the theater with uh, a neighbor of mine. His dad brought us. Anyway, just one I've got a lot of nostalgia love for. Yeah. You know, not a not a great movie or anything, but a fun one. Yeah, it it really is just a nostalgia that that brings me back to it. Uh, yeah. I love the music for it. It's Alan Silvestri. Uh, linking that to Back to the Future. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, 
I don't know. It came out at a time. It was just, I guess, perfect for the bunch being around five. It yeah. Just, it, the, the shoot was cool. I still think that's cool as hell. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, the last time I went to Disney World, which was back in 1990, they had uh, a prop, a full-size prop for the ship when it's like the middle transition, you know, when it's more oval or walnut-looking. Right. And then it, it gets pointy and shit when it's going really fast. It was like a middle transition of that. Uh, just sitting out there. Uh, it's on, yeah. It, I don't remember seeing it, but they said it's on top of like a something in Tomorrowland. Um, like a snack drop or some shit. Just It's in Tomorrowland yeah. somewhere. It may not even be there anymore. Who knows? But that shit, they might as well call it Tomorrowland, like Star Wars Land. That's what's going to happen if it hasn't already. Well, because, you know, I went, and then, like, a few months after we went, the Captain EO was closed down. But we got to see Captain EO, so. I don't know that I ever did myself. That's the Michael Jackson? Yeah. Watch it on YouTube. It, it, the whole thing's on YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll have to do that. It's worth it, man. It's just like, you know, 80s to the max. Maybe late 80s. But, uh, yeah, they, they've mowed that down. And that when we went, that was, what, 2000, what was this? Uh, it was like 2015, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, like, soon after they had, they had they had bought Star Wars, so you know it was still relatively new, and they already had like like three or four different rides coming soon for Star Wars. So yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of that, I can go ahead and transition into well, one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, fucking. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but you know you know Disney, their stuff is on Netflix right now. Yeah, and, I did. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I don't know when. Um, I'm watching Rogue One on on Netflix right now. I don't know when that contract's up, but you know it's only been maybe a year or two that it, it's been like that. And uh, whenever this contract's up, they're going to start their own streaming service. It's going to be actually three streaming services. <clears throat> one one for Marvel stuff, one for Disney stuff, and one for Star Wars. Streaming just for Star Wars? Yeah. Wonder how much how much they could put on there. There's a lot of content when you look at all the animated stuff they have too. Yeah. Clone Wars. Plus, you know, they'll probably have some uh, I'm sure there's stuff in the works right now, like other animated stuff and I've even heard them talk about live-action series and stuff. They'll probably do that, like, exclusive on that streaming site. Yeah. I bet they do. I hope they have droids and that he watched cartoon on there. They could. Yeah. In the Christmas, the holiday special. Uh... <laughs> That would be hilarious if they did put I mean, why not? stuff on there. You know, I mean, why not? Just pissed George Lucas off. I mean, from a from a sheer 
business standpoint, I totally get it. I mean, from you know a fan standpoint, it sucks ass, but they're going to milk you for money. Yeah. You know they've they've done the math, and you know it's probably going to work out better for them. Cause I like I know people right now that pay for that shit. Like I know people that would go and you know suck ten dicks just to go see the new Star Wars movie. You know. <laughs> ten dicks, huh? That's what it takes. Yeah, that's right. That new Star Trek is also going to be like exclusive for that. By CBS's streaming service. That yeah, the new show. Yeah. Yeah. It's already come out. I think it's already started. Has it? From uh, what I understand, I've, I've I've seen people talking about how it's not that great, but really, well, I don't know if they've just seen early access or whatever, but well. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about it because of Jason Isaac. And, uh, oh, yeah, I want to see it for sure, uh, but I'm not going to get that streaming service to watch it. No. That would be all I was getting it for. I don't care about Big Brother. I don't care about whatever the hell else CBS has going on. Here's some mediocre drama or some mediocre cop drama show. You know, I don't want that. I don't understand why they keep doing that. It just, it's too much competition where you're just spreading out the options for people to be able to see this stuff. I mean, why not just stick with something like, uh, I understand they're trying to cut off a middleman, something like Netflix, but in the end, people just want, like, one service to watch at least a lot of stuff on about everything. Yeah. I, I, I mean, why not? Why not show it on television? I mean, yeah, oh, sure, you have a network. Uh, I wonder how many people have uh, joined up for that just for Star Trek. I'd like to know how many people joined up, period. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what the future is going to look like. Instead of even having, like, television, like, NBC is going to have a streaming service. And ABC is going to have a streaming service. Like five bucks a month, you can watch all their stuff with commercials, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I guess we can get into some, uh, you know, a couple of people passed away over the past few weeks. Uh, yeah. Uh, this this year has already been rough, and it's, it's not where you're done. I think it's yeah. just going to keep doing this for a while anyway. Oh, yeah. With the older, older people. Oh, yeah, they're dropping like flies, man. See, who all have we lost? We lost Carrie Fisher earlier in the year. Um, I can't even remember everybody. Um, We've lost tons of, uh, you know, character actors. Uh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, yeah. 
lost uh, McGuffer. From uh, Twin Peaks. And that stuff. Wait, who? Miguel oh, Ferrer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just off the top of my head, man. It's I'm I'm sure it's a huge laundry list, but uh, mainly I want to talk about uh I want to talk about George Romero. Yeah. Highly influential. Somebody that um, both of us met at the same convention. That's right. That's right. And I mean, what did you think? Was he a pretty nice guy? Yeah, I mean, he was late. His plane was late. Uh, I think the the line I waited it was three hours long. But it was worth it to see him. And he he was nice. He was all legs. I just distinctly remember him walking in, and he was just his legs just were huge. You know, long. Uh, but he was, uh, he yeah, was he was a very guy. nice guy. Yeah, yeah. T- taller than you'd expect. Yeah, I was not expecting any of that. But uh, you could tell he was kind of, I think, tired from his flight, understandably. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people have put up tributes and everything, which I'm sure they'll do him justice a lot better than we would. Um, but I heard one one guy who knew him really well say, uh, you know, the first time he ever met him was at a convention, and he was working the convention also, and uh, he overheard his handler person, you know, his guy that helps him out with all his stuff, he was yeah. essentially bitching, he was like, man, George just, we got off the plane, we came right here, and he just won't leave, you know, he said he's not leaving until he gets everybody that was in line, you know, taken care of, and they stayed, you know, like three hours past when it was supposed to be closed on that Friday night and got everybody signed, you know. Um, and I just respect the hell out of that, man. Because that's, oh, yeah. that's like the opposite of some of the stuff we've seen, like with the Jamie Kennedys and shit, you know. Okay, yeah, I'll bring you know, that like up that, to anybody I can. Like that fucker bailing out on Sunday, which I understand leaving Sunday maybe in the afternoon. This dude was leaving Sunday morning. Like, booked all for three days, which, that's fine. Nobody gives a shit about his dumb ass anyway. But, well, I mean... What was so funny is the way he did it. He was... He had that shit covering his head and sunglasses on trying to sneak out. You know, because uh, he walked, like, right in front of us. And, uh... Like, like, oh, like, like oh, <laughs> you're going to get mobbed by people who give a fuck about you. Like, whatever, yeah. dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you were great and scream like 30 years ago. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> piece of, literal piece of human trash. Anyway. Uh, fuck that piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I lost my train of thought. But, uh, <laughs> so instead of being a memorial, we're just going to bash Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, Nobody really has a bad word to say about Romero from what I've heard, and I think that really speaks a lot to his character. You know, say what you will about his movies from the past, you know, his past few movies, which I didn't like them all that much either, but I still respected them for what they were, you know. I like Diary of the Dead quite a bit. I know a lot of people don't, 
but I like it quite a bit. Um, I thought it was know, better than Land. Land. Not a big fan of Land <laughs> of the Dead, but uh, not Night of the Living Dead is absolutely iconic. It, not even in the in terms of horror cinema, uh, cinema, but just in cinema alone, just groundbreaking on so many different levels. Um, you know, created an entire genre of film. Yeah. And uh, you know, follows it up with Diary with the uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, dude, I I personally consider Dawn a run up there with Night. I think Dawn is just as iconic. Oh, yeah. I think Dawn's probably a better movie. Um, It's probably his best movie, probably. It's probably my favorite of all of his movies. Yeah, I have issues with it, especially towards the end. But uh, I love it. I love the atmosphere of it, you know, even. And. it says something that I can look past a lot of the special effects in it. Because, you know, I understand it was very low budget, you know. Uh, you know, everything yeah. they they did, everything they could with what they had to work with. And uh, I just love the, the feel of Dawn of the Dead. It just, it feels, uh, it, it takes you to that, I think, that to, to a world that's overrun with the dead. Just that oppressive feeling of, you know, what... <laughs> But what do we do now? Um, and it just shows people in a situation like that trying to, you know, they may be doing stuff that us watching it would be like, that's stupid as shit. Why is Fran putting makeup on? It's like, well, why would she? She's trying to hold on to anything from her formal life, you know? Um, yeah, I think it's fucking great. Uh, and it helps that you have a few, like, uh, Standout zombies in there, so yeah. they, they can show you what they're capable of. If they had a bigger budget, uh, all of it would have looked superb. But the oh, ones right. that they've really worked with were great. <sighs> and, uh, for my money, Flyboy is—he's uh, uh, my favorite zombie. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of people like Bud, but I just uh, Flyboy is it for me. Well, I mean, keep in mind, too, that, you know, you're watching this stuff on a Blu-ray transfer, you're going to see some scenes you wouldn't have seen before, you know? Yeah, sure. You know, was it shot on, was it 16 or 35? I, I have no idea, man. It may have been 16, man. Probably, no, probably 35, probably. Um, but still, you know, that stuff didn't show, you know, back on a VHS like it does now. Um, but I think the the makeup effects were a lot better in Day. Uh, yeah, Day Day has that going over, going for it over. But I just don't think it's as good of a movie. I had no, no, I have tremendous issues with the uh, like the acting's not great in Dawn, but I can look past it. Yeah, Day has horrible overacting. To me, like uh-huh. Joe, Joe Pilato is ridiculous. Him and, and John Goodman want to be whatever the fuck he is, <laughs> are, are both just like they, they they go full retard. They do, <laughs> uh, yeah. and it, it it detracts from it. It I don't know if it was an attempt to kind of lighten the mood, but he, he, I just it, it's kind of like the pie fight scene and shit in Dawn. To me, that just that. 
the police have come to a screeching halt to me when the motorcycle sure. gang shows up with the pie fight scene. It gets too absurd. Uh, <laughs> but then, of course, it, it picks up after that, though, when the zombies start to, you know, overwhelm everybody. It picks right back up where it left off, you know. Uh, especially right. with Flyboy. Um, but they... I, I don't know, man. The, the, the overacting is too much for me uh, to really enjoy it. It's, it's, it. I don't consider it a great movie by any means because of that. Yeah. I can see but that. The makeup's great. The makeup's great. The setting's cool. The idea is great. Yeah. Uh, even though I don't like the idea of domesticating zombies or having them relive or bring back their former life or anything. I don't care for that idea at all. But it was cool. And I think it worked well within the context of that film. Yeah. I agree. But, uh, um, I think that actor did really well with that. With uh, yeah. what he was doing. But it looks really cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, not you know, not even just his zombie films. I mean, he did a lot of really good horror films that don't get a lot of attention, um, like uh, The Dark Half. I have not seen that. And That's I a good need movie. to rectify that. Have you seen Monkey Shines? Dude, I saw that as a kid, and it creeped me the fuck out. I have not seen it. <laughs> I love me Monkey too. Shines. You know, that's the poster I got him to sign when I met him. Oh, cool. Yeah. I need to uh, display that. Um, uh, Monkey Shines, uh, he did, of course, uh, Creep Show 1 and 2. We can't forget those. No, not at all. And uh, I I don't think I've seen Creep Show 2, but I love the first one. You've probably seen clips of Part 2. Oh, like yeah, the raft sure sequence. Oh. There's the raft in part one. I cannot remember. I really just remember the part with Ted Danson and, and Galen Ross. And, uh, oh, yeah. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. And then uh, Stephen King. Uh, oh, fuck yes. And then the birthday thing. Yeah. Uh, Those are all three. Stuff. Um, who's that actor that's in the birthday scene? The bald guy is super popular. Um, is Ed O'Neill or Ed uh, Ed Harris? Yeah, I think he is in that. I think it's, I guess after yeah. Night Riders, he did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need to see Night I love, Riders. I love Ed Harris. Oh, I do too. Um. Uh, the Crazies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The Crazies. I forgot about that one. I do like that. I actually like the remake of The Crazies quite a bit, too. I do, too. Um, um, Two Evil Eyes is another horror anthology he did with Dario Argento. I don't know if you've seen that one. I don't know. That's a good one. Oh, what's the one he did with the guy who believes he's a vampire? Is that Martin? Martin, yeah. Yeah. I've 
seen clips of that. You would really like Martin, I guarantee you. Um, yeah, I watched really like uh, some regular media thing about it. Not not like Best of the Worst or anything where they're ripping into it, but uh, that review show where they actually critique movies, like good movies that they like and shit, they did more. And it's, it seemed pretty interesting to me. Yeah, I'm sure they probably like Martin a good bit. Yeah, yeah, they they were pretty favorable to it. They did they did that episode right after Romero's passing. Right. So they 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 chose one of his lesser known things because they had already done uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Man, I still can't believe he's dead, man. It's he was just a staple that was just always there. I mean, yeah, you know. Whenever you saw an interview with with George, you know he was always, you know, like a lot of these guys, always had a cigarette in his mouth. You know, yeah. John Carpenter's the same way. You know, I'm trying to think of just some older guys that smoke, like David Lynch. Um, they've always got a cigarette in their mouth, and you know, I, I think he died of of cancer. I don't know if it was lung cancer or what, but uh, it's just it's just unfortunate, but. I mean, I guess when you're when you're 77, you know, you get you get lung cancer. It's all right, you know. I don't I don't think he suffered too much, so. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like you said, it's a. I was not expecting that. And it's a huge shame that he's gone. Six five. Yeah, he was a. Giant dude, man, yeah, tall guy. I, uh, yeah, you know, I, I met him like you were saying at that convention back in 2010. Just a super nice guy, you know. I always feel, you know, that was a line, you know, like you said, a long line. And so I didn't want to take up a whole lot of his time. You know, I basically just, you know, hey, I'm a big fan. Appreciate all your work. You know, can you sign yeah. this? And you know, I got out. You know. Because right. I don't want to be the, the asshole that sits there and. So, what are your thoughts about the, you know, blah blah blah? You know, I want to sit here and fucking like <laughs> have a conversation, you know, with you. And you've got a line, you know. But uh, I mean, I really can't say anything bad about him at all. I mean, super nice, you know, from from my experience. Um. Uh. Also did a film called Bruiser in 2000, which uh, gets a lot of mixed reviews. But I really like Bruiser. I think it's it's interesting, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, it's different, which I think is, is is a good way to characterize a lot of his non-zombie horror movies. Is they're different, you know. They may not work. But they're trying something new, and you know. Uh, you got to give him respect that, for that. Exactly. That says something, you know. I mean, hell, he tried something new with, with uh, Night of the Living Dead, and that worked, you know. Yeah. You know, we gave the, he gave the lead to a, to a black man, you know, in, in the days when that just didn't happen, you know. Unless you were Sidney Portier, you didn't get to be in a movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know and, uh, the 
my favorite thing about that is, uh, from what I know, he didn't give him that lead because he was a black man. He gave right. it to him because he thought he was the best person, which is what makes it better for me. You know, like yeah. he's the best guy for the job, he's got it. Exactly. Exactly. You know? That's how it should be. Yeah. And I respect the hell out of that because he could easily go, oh, man, I was trying to break new ground. You know, even if it's not true, he could still say that because the day he died, that's what people put in his, you know, in, in the ca- in the caption of his, uh, you know, little blurb article they put about his death. You know, yeah. oh, the, he, he gave the black man the lead. And that's really the only reason I mentioned it is because, you know, people, the social justice warriors want to harp on that. When he, of all people, wouldn't want to, to harp on that. Because he didn't do it because he was black. He did it because he was the best man for the job. And I think that's the, the type of uh, thinking we need to be using, you know, and, instead of, you know, focusing on race. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, he was right. The guy was great. Uh, of course. So, uh, but yeah, it is a shame that people are so focused on race as they are. With that, I just I I don't know. I I really enjoy night. It's got a great atmosphere too, like uh, like Dawn does. Oh yeah, night's night's a perfect movie. It's great on so many levels. Um, I just wanted to kind of say say a few words to him, and I know uh, we also lost. Um, Hiro Nakajima. Yeah. Uh, somebody else, you and I both saw at a convention. So that's three people we've seen at conventions that have died. Already. Just recently, yeah. <laughs> there with Roddy Piper. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, that was uh, rough hearing about his death. I figured it was coming. Because uh, he, uh, you know, his wife passed a few months ago. And, oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, yeah. The news is not saying that, but yeah, his wife passed a few months ago, and then he abruptly stopped doing conventions because he had was having health issues. And uh, understandable. I mean, the man's in his eighties. Yeah. And uh, then he starts doing conventions again, but he's got one of those um, oxygen things, you know, the tubes that go into his nose to help him out. Oh, but wow. This is why I think Jamie Kennedy is nothing but a lump of foreskin. Uh, <laughs> this man came across the Pacific needing oxygen, but he came back doing conventions. I mean, he was still swayed for conventions when he died. He enjoyed doing them. I mean, his fans. Um, he did that. I mean, he. I think he did a convention just a few weeks ago, a month ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, if he could do that, why does a uh, lump of afterbirth like Jamie Kennedy have to slink out of a convention that he signed on to do? He could fuck himself. Uh, I have no respect for that thing. Um, <laughs> he was he was 88, is that right? Yes, 88 years old. He was a lifelong smoker. I've been seeing so many. It, it's great to see this. So many pictures people have been sharing. With him, 
at conventions, and he's just like giving people a light, you know, with a cigarette lighter and stuff. And oh yeah. Smoke with them. You know, I love meeting him, man. I mean, it meant a lot to me to see him. You know, sit down there to get a picture taken. Just puts his arm around my big ass, you know. Just uh, oh, just smiled, you know. And uh, it meant a lot. <clears throat> um, he was so feeble feel. then, man. Back when we saw him, he was kind of feeble. Yeah. But still, yeah. you remember, like, uh, the 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 night we were there, Saturday night, like, he was out there, God, it was, like, they were getting ready to, to close, and he was still out there signing. Yeah, there it was uh, It was him, Akira Takarada, uh, the woman, I hate that, I cannot remember her name, the woman who's the voice of her song, Little Mermaid, she was in a wheelchair. Uh, oh. And Robert England, those are the old ones who were there, like... Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you've got three people, you know, like uh, the lady was near 90 years old. That's class. I mean, these are great people. Yeah. Uh, uh, God damn, I'm going to go on a tangent about Jamie Kennedy if I'll stop myself. So, uh, but uh, no, it was great to meet him. It was. Uh, it was just cool that he appreciated his fans as much as he did, and he got out as much as he could to see them. So, uh, you know, it's it's a damn shame that he's gone. It feels like the end of an era, really. Uh, I only know of one other person, Akira Takarada, from the original Godzilla, that's still around. Um, he's up there, too. He's probably 86 or so. Um. So, yeah, it's rough. I'm not really affected much by celebrity death because I don't really know them. But for somebody I've been watching since I was five years old, uh, yeah, it it sucks that he's gone. Oh, man. Do you know how many movies he was in wearing the the suit? The Godzilla suit, he was he was Godzilla from nineteen fifty four to nineteen seventy two. So that's uh let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He was in eleven Godzilla movies, that's Godzilla. Um he also played the original Rodan. He was Baron in 1958. He was one of the mushroom people in Matango, which is a great horror movie. Uh, he was in the first, the original Mothra had a huge, like, uh, he was in the head of that Mothra horror movie. It was huge. And they didn't do it again after that like that, but he was in that. Um, so many movies, man. He, he was in a ton of stuff. He was in some Kurosawa films. Uh so, I mean, he did a lot in his lifetime. I mean, he lived a full life. But it's hard to believe that he retired from doing Godzilla, uh, for, what is it, 45 years ago this year. Wow. <laughs> that is that is crazy. Yeah. There's footage on YouTube of him in a Godzilla suit. It's a promotional suit. It's the last time he was ever in a suit. It was in 1983. But it's interesting seeing him in it again uh, after 11 years of not being in there. But, uh, yeah, 
a good, hard-working man. Uh, knew he died on several occasions. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> and people sit there and laugh about it and jerk themselves off thinking they're cute about these monster movies and shit. Uh, but uh, there's a lot to it. I mean, this this is... It, it isn't child's play to do this stuff. It's tough. Uh, being in a suit that... Uh, you can only be in there for 15 minutes at most or you'll pass out. Uh, I, I don't know. It's impressive. I, I, I find it very impressive. And he's such a short man, too. You know? But he's tough. Yeah, I guess 88, I mean, that's not too bad. No, no, it's not at all. I mean, you know, it, it sucks with his passing, but it's, it's. I'm glad he had a good long life. I I just hate it for his daughter. His daughter was there when we were there. Yeah. She yeah. went to all those conventions with him. She's lost both her parents in a matter of months. Wow. Um. And they actually have a fund uh, you can send money to. Uh, I need to find what it is. I might try to send a little bit. Uh, for, uh, for send money to help his daughter out, fill up funeral expenses and all that. Uh, fans want to do that. Right. Because, um, like, it's, she just went through a funeral. So, I don't know. A lot of those actors have been passing lately. You know, there's still a few more I'd love to meet, but I don't think they'll ever leave Japan. They're just, they're, they're just uh, I guess at this point, feeling too old to do it. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Oh, I do too. Um, but, I mean, there's other uh, American actors I'd love to meet. Now that I'm but they're dead. It's made me want to really meet, uh, what's his name, Raku Browning? The guy who was in the original Creature from the Black Lagoon suit. Uh, same year. Uh, 1954. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's still around doing Yes. Wow. Uh, he was in all the water scenes, I believe. Um, there were two men in the suit. Um... But uh, I don't know. I'd love to meet some of these older people uh, while they're still around. I really wish there was some way to meet Roger Corman. Oh, man. that'd be badass. Roger Corman did a convention maybe three or four years ago. Really? I mean, he, he hasn't been in good health for a while. Yeah, I'd love to meet Roger Corman. It's just you just seeing the passing of of uh of course you have Hollywood's golden years. And most of those actors are, are gone. Some of them are still around. Olivia de Havilland, uh, they just celebrated her hundredth birthday and she's still around. But wow. uh, you know, what you're seeing passing now is the people who uh, what what would I call them? The, uh, the the counterculture, I guess. You know, it's hard to believe that you begin to have this this revolt against Hollywood norms and all that in the fifties. 
Yeah, rumor right. reaches his peak in the 60s. You know, it was stuff like Easy Rider. Yeah. And uh, they're all passing now. Well, it's the yeah. it's the baby boomers and whoever is yeah. alive pre-baby boomer, too. Yeah. Which pretty much they're all gone now. Yeah. This sucks, man. It's not going to stop. No, Anytime no. Soon. see this our entire life. Uh, you know, I really... There's some exceptions, but for me, the last great, like, era of film, at least for, like, B-movie films, the horror and uh, sci-fi stuff, would be the uh, the, the 80s. Uh, uh, just to me personally, I mean, the more recent stuff I can't... Uh, again, with some exceptions, I can't really get behind. But, like, like the Fright Night thing we were talking about, I would love to meet all of them. Oh, yeah. That would be great. You looking forward to meeting, uh... Oh, shit, what's his name? What's the guy that plays evil? Oh, Stephen uh, Jeffries. Stephen Jeffries, yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I wonder if people have come to those conventions with any of the posters for his pornography that he's done just to be asses. Oh, man. I'm sure somebody's going to dig. I hope not, too, because I certainly wouldn't. I don't give a shit. I think he was awesome in Friday Night at 976 Evil. He was fun as hell on both of those, so why would I be a penis to him? Yeah, it sucks that uh, he didn't stick around for more, you know. I don't know what else he's done acting-wise, but. I don't either. He said in that in that documentary that uh, for, like, the next few years, whenever he would go somewhere, people would always stop him and want him to do the laugh from Friday night. <laughs> like, man, I bet that got old. Yeah, I'm sure I got old real fast. Oh my I don't like this fucking Rogue One, man. I don't like that that movie. I yeah, no, I can't get into it really. I just finished it. Yeah. Again, and now Netflix is recommending some bullshit, like some dumb like teen drama. Like, uh, I just watched Star Wars. Terrible about that shit. Yeah. If you watch Star Wars, maybe you will like like uh, actor porn. You know that documentary about those porn actors and shit? Yeah. Uh, which is an interesting documentary. I want to see the sequel to it. What is it? Uh, when when porn ends or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. I haven't seen that one. I, I, I've seen a few of the, the docs about that, but I haven't seen that one in particular. Like, you watch it and you'll recognize, like, you know, we've talked about it a lot, but you you try to catch a titty on that scrambled Playboy. Oh, hell and yeah. And instead you see this guy's face. You know, you oh, see yeah. this guy's face just like, he's just going to town on some cougar, and he's just making a horrible face, but you never forget it. So then you see him in this documentary, yeah. and he's like, you know, 30 years older. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, when I had a heart attack yesterday. It finally unscrambles, and it's just like a face. It's like not even the nude scenes. No, yeah, exactly. It's it's just him sitting there, flopping his tongue around like an idiot. 
you know, and it just turns out it's all it was all bullshit anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, no, I, I'm not a huge fan of Rogue One at all. Let me tell you what to watch on uh, on Netflix. The Cave. I mean, not the Cave. God damn it! I'm reading what I'm looking at. Um, the Void. The Void. Uh huh. What is that? Uh, it's a horror movie, but it's it's practical effects, and it's like body horror. So it's a lot of uh, it's kind of like a throwback to uh, I don't know stuff like The Thing or uh, some Cronenberg style stuff. You just reminded me of something else I watched the other night, um, and I needed to talk to you about it specifically. Um. I sat back and watched uh, Jason for Friday the 13th, 8th. <laughs> it takes Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how he's not even in Manhattan until like the last 15 mm-hmm. minutes of it. And you mean Vancouver? Alleyways. Yeah. You mean Vancouver? Yeah, it must have been Vancouver. They have yeah. two shots of Times Square <laughs> with the Batman logo, very prominent. Just like in uh, Frankenhooker. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, that, that that they shot like one night, like it in New York, and that was it. You can tell because all the oh. scenes in the alleys are like on a set, you know. It, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think about that one? Man, I like it because that was one of the first Friday movies I saw. I get it's not that great. I get it's got a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's just start from the beginning. Like, how the fuck did he get into an ocean liner, like, out of Crystal Lake? Dude, yeah, he just, I was wondering that. He's on, the, he's on that one yacht that's in Crystal Lake, killing those two kids after he's been, you know, uh, defibrillated back to life or whatever. And then suddenly yeah. he's on that cruiser killing people. And I thought maybe I missed something, but then I realized, no, I hadn't missed any of it. He's just there. Uh, some things don't need any explanation. No, I do like how he, he literally, it looks like he does, like, teleport to different areas. Like, somebody runs into him, they run away, and suddenly he's right there in front of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do like his uh, when the black kid uh, comes up to him, starts punching him, and does nothing to him, and then he punches mm-hmm. the black kid's head right off. That was the, I that, laughed my ass off. That's, that. that's the best part of the movie, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but it was just weird, especially when he takes his uh, mask <laughs> off. But didn't it remind you of uh, of like that that movie with? Uh... Oh God, damn it! Uh, you remember the movie that had uh, like Sam Sam Elliott with all the crack vials everywhere? Oh, Shakedown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it was easy vibe to it. It was like New York, like that that style. Like it's yeah. it's crack and like syringes everywhere. Like, do you remember when we were kids? Like that's that like that that was drugs. 
Like you say yeah. drugs, and you, you you imagine like broken crack vials and like used syringes everywhere. Yeah, it really it really worked. Like you know, we grew up in the you know Reaganomics. You know, say no, just say no era. So yeah. it it really worked on like giving it a really grimy feel. Oh um, yeah, but man. yeah, it, 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 it seems like all the movies were like that around that period of time. Uh, yeah, if you wanted your uh, scene to look like shit, just break some syringes and put them on. Just, yeah, just go get syringes and put them on a, steal them yeah. from a diabetic and put them on the ground and, and you're set. There you um, go, drugs. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just love the, the uh, concession stand and shakedown. I will never, never get over how awesome that worked. But it's like ankle deep and broken crack miles and shit. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a fucking great movie. I still keep meaning to pick that up. I need to watch Shakedown again right now. <laughs> Is it even on anything? I don't know. I'm going to watch it right now, though. On the HBO, what the, I think it was. It's not on that. Oh shit! Axel Ridge is on HBO. Girl. Oh damn! I guess I'll be watching that. They had anything else good recently? I'm looking at. Uh, I like I said, my internet had been out for so long. I wasn't sure. They put uh, Hot Place Drifter. Have you seen that? The Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I don't believe so. Dude, I, I highly recommend it. Okay. If there's any movie he did that has kind of a supernatural element to it, it's that. Oh, really? Uh, I, I love High Point Scripter. It's probably my favorite of his films. As much as I love Unforgiven, there's just High Point Scripter has just a, a weird feel to it. What's your excuse? Sir, excuse for what, sir? I'm asking the fucking questions here, Private. Do you understand? Sir, yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir. Are you shook up? Are you nervous? Sir, I am, sir. Do I make you nervous? Sir. Sir, what? Are you about to call me an asshole? Sir, no, sir. How tall are you, Private? Sir, five foot nine, sir. Five foot nine. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? Sir, no, sir! Bullshit, it looks to me like the best part of you ran down to crack your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress. I think you've been cheated. Where in hell are you from anyway, Private? Sir, Texas, sir! Holy dog shit, Texas only steers and queers come from Texas, Private Cowboy. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Do you suck dicks? Sir, no, sir! Are you a Peter Pupper? Sir, no, sir! I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. Is that going to be the whole show? Just us <laughs> grunting? I'm just calming. I'm calming and having oh. the feeling of calming. Yeah. This is going to be a short show, then. <laughs>